Hello, everybody. How are you? If you can hear me, please type, I can hear you. I'm so excited today. So welcome to another episode of The Morale Booster with John Ugulu. The Morale Booster is a platform for entrepreneurs, career professionals, leaders, and the general public to give back to the society through coaching and mentoring. Experience, they say, is the best teacher. Now, this program is currently being sponsored by Main Seed Consulting Group, LLC. For bookings, adverts, and sponsorship inquiries, please feel free to send an email to john at mainseedconsulting.com. You will find our contact details currently being displayed on the screen. Now, before I introduce our very powerful and influential guest for today, who is a servant leader all the way from uh, Canada, I want you to please like and share this broadcast because you might just be saving the life of that one person who has been waiting for a lifetime to hear this message. Now, one thing about listening to other people's stories is that you can learn from their stories. And this man here today has a wonderful story. So please like and share this broadcast. We're not asking you to send us any money, but please like and share to save that person who needs to hear this. All right. So today, all the way from Toronto, Canada, we have a guest. His name is Nelson Beltiger, and um, he is an entertaining international motivational and educational speaker. He's a certified life and executive business coach. He's a physical therapist and an author of Accidentally Global Impactful Blog, um, the thepositivedrip.com. Now, he considers himself fortunate to have had the ability to participate, struggle, fail, and excel in many personal endeavors, as well as team and individual sports and business ventures. He feels truly blessed to have had coaches, teachers, instructors, mentors, teammates, friends, and family members who have always provided him with a positive environment, with a positive environment to grow. However, at the height of his professional career, he was faced with the adversity of his life. And as a result, Nelson will lovingly be the very first person to tell anyone without a shadow of a doubt that adversity truly introduces a person to themselves. So ladies and gentlemen, <coughs> without further ado, I would want to bring on to the stage, I want you to join me as I welcome Nelson Berdiger. Welcome Nelson, thank you for joining us on the program. Hey, hey, hello, Dr. John Ogulu. Thank you for having me. And to your audience, wherever you are, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. I just want to say today is a great day to be above ground. And I'm excited to share time with you, John, and your audience. Thank you so much, Nelson. It's a pleasure having you on this program. I know that you have a story that would resonate with so many people out there. So that's why I brought you here, so that somebody out there can heal and learn that adversity truly brings out the superhero in us. 
Yes. So 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 now I see you have um, you, you are a coach and an author. So let's start with your coaching path, uh, your coaching part. Can you please tell us made you get into the coaching industry? Wow, sure, John, sure. But before I get into that, I just like to tell you and your audience and the whole planet that me, Nelson Beltajar, is nothing but an imperfect soldier for Christ. And if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't be here today. But since you're going to let me stay a little bit longer, you know what? That question, how did I fall into coaching? Can I answer that with a little bit of a story before I give you the, the answer? Oh, yes, sure. No problem. Well, you know, all of us, we all have jobs. And I was a sport and activity camp leadership instructor for youths, teens, and young adults. And then I progressed in creating my own, my own camp for youth sports and activity and leadership. And then from there, I progressed and I became a physical therapist. And a physical therapist, it was my job to assess patients, figure out what their injuries were, and figure out how to get them to where they wanted to get to so they could be functional in life. Right. And then as time went on, I became a certified life and executive business coach. I focused my life coaching on youth and young adults where I helped bridge the gap between the uncertainty and, and awkwardness of adolescence on one side and personally productive adulthood on the other, hopefully entertainingly sharing information that school conveniently forgot to teach us. And on the flip side of that, just as important, I'm also a business coach for life and executive health and wellness life coaches. What do I do? I help them fill their calendars with qualified appointments. Why? So they can generate professional income and hopefully buy their life and free time back, serving their global brothers and sisters in an impactful way. And now that I've said all of that, regardless of all the titles that I've had, let's throw all the titles out the window. Let's throw status out the window. I'm nothing but a coach, John. A coach that listens to people where they're currently at, asking them where they want to get to, finding out what obstacles stood in the way in the past, and then sitting down with them trying to set up a game plan to either jump over that obstacle, move around that obstacle, go underneath that obstacle, go around that obstacle, or take maybe a different route to get where they need to get to. And as a coach, it's my job to figure out where you want to go, help you get there, and then put a check mark on that dreams, wish, hopes, want, and aspiration list. And that's, that's all I do. I'm just a coach. Throw all the titles out the way. And I honestly believe that the coaching profession was doing laps around the planet and decided to land on my shoulder and said, hey, you, Nelson Beltajar, I'm going to need you to be a coach. And I'm okay with that. <laughs> great, 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 great. That's awesome. I like that. You know, now, uh, Nelson. I would want us to dive quickly into your background. You know, right now, for those people who are watching, you might notice that my background is different. You know, I am uh, streaming from a different location, not from my office. So many things happened today. We almost couldn't, you know, make this live stream happen, right? Because on my way to where I'm currently streaming from, things happen. 
an additional one hour was added to my time. So we couldn't stick to the proposed time. Just like what uh, Nelson told me, he said, Murphy's Law truly happens. Life can hit you with certain challenges, but the ability for you to rise above those challenges is what matters. But right now, we are broadcasting, we are streaming live, right? In life, challenges do happen. This man over here has really experienced what they call life challenges. So I want Nelson to please tell us how to handle adversity because I know you have a great deal of experience. You know, I'm, I, now we're not going per script now. So I want you to tell those people who are listening because there's somebody out there listening to us right now, Nelson, who is going through challenges and that person feels it is the end of the world for them. So can you please tell us how to handle adversity when they hit us? Absolutely, John. That's a great question. You know, whether you believe it or not, I was a kid once and I was yes. in grade three. And one day in class in Canada, we're not allowed to chew gum. So I got caught by my teacher for chewing gum. And as a punishment, she said, Mr. Beltijar, you need to stay after school and write this line out 20 times on a line sheet of paper. And as my punishment, the punishment, the line that she made me write was, when adversity attacks, there are only two outcomes, conquer or crumble. And I had to write that out 20 times as my punishment. But a little background story. See, I'm one of those guys that knows what it's like to climb that mountain of ambition and success, get to the top, enjoy the view for a while, only to come crashing down, losing everything, everything I'd ever worked for. Like John said, I built a thriving physical therapy practice, an amazing physical therapy practice. And I'll never forget this. It was May, June 2016. And my staff and I were celebrating on the second floor of my studio loft, celebrating, clanging those champagne glasses, which were secretly filled with Diet Coke and ginger ale <laughs> because we were at work. But we were yes. celebrating and we were on cloud nine. We were living the dream. It was amazing. And then, an, and then 168 hours after that special joyous moment in time, I was shockingly diagnosed with cancer. And then I was forced to live in the hospital immediately for supervision, treatment, and chemotherapy treatments. And to add salt to the wound, as a secondary complication, I lost my ability to walk. And I became a prisoner of a wheelchair for the next three years. And the reason why I share this story with you is to show you that adversity, that word adversity, will attack you anytime it wants, regardless of your gender, your religion, your status, your age. And when it does attack you, there are only two outcomes. Either you find a way to conquer it or you crumble beneath it. Little did I know that that grade three punishment would be my saving grace in my darkest hours. Now you ask me, now that your audience knows a little bit about my history, how did I get over adversity? First of all, I had faith. I had faith in my God. And I believe when he said that he would not give me any trial or tribulation that I could not bear. So I hung on to that promise. Did I wonder why I was going through it? 
absolutely, yes, I was wondering why. But I just, I just hung on to my faith. But if we take a different route, a human route, I had to protect my attitude. Because there's this thing. See, I'm a little bit older than probably you realize. But when we, when we started learning about computers, there was this thing called GIGO. G-I-G-O. Garbage in, garbage out. And it's the garbage that goes into the computer and it spits the garbage that comes out. So imagine this, the garbage that goes into your brain will affect the garbage that comes out. But if you can pump good information in there, positive information in there, uplifting information in there, you'd be surprised how you behave. And what I did was I would read from a positive mental attitude book, 15 minutes daily. You know, I would read stories of people who had their own struggles that found a way to find victory. Why? To make me believe that, hey, if they could do it, maybe so could I. And for those of you out there that, that hate reading, believe me, I totally get it. I totally understand. Maybe you like to watch your information in or, or listen to your information. You can plug into your favorite audiobook or podcast or watch a, a video that will help uplift and esteem you, make you feel worthy of success. And then three, most important, most important, I promised myself to surround myself with only quality people, people who wanted to see me win, people who were willing to see me win, people that were willing to bleed for me to help me win the way that I've bled for them over the years. You know, we all have friends, family members, co-workers, bosses, family members, family members, who will tell you, no, you can't do that. Who do you think you are? No chance. Give up. No way. Well, you know what? When you come across people like that, want to know what I did? I said, look, we're family. We're friends. We're related. It's January 1st, 2018, and I appreciate your input. But I'm working on this thing where I need to find a way to win and beat cancer. Let's not see each other till you know, January 30th, 2050. <laughs> you think they got the message and last but not least you know adversity will always show up there is no escaping it my friends no escaping it you know it and i know it but when it does come accept that it came it's in the past tomorrow but take on the the responsibility of creating your future days that's what you can control. Yes, it happened to us. But what can I do starting tomorrow to climb out of this hole? And I did everything to protect my attitude. I read when I couldn't read. I listened and watched. And I made sure I surrounded myself with people at my ambition level or above. And I accepted what happened to me. But, but, I promised myself that I'm going to fight and find a way to put myself in a position to win. And if I couldn't do it, I was going to find someone who crossed that bridge before me successfully and ask them how they did it. I'm here. I get to share my story for your viewers. I'm cancer-free as of September 2018. Woo! My cancer That's doctor awesome. told me to go live your life. And here I am today, and I get to share my story with you and your viewers. Wow, 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 wow. That's awesome. You know, I told you guys that, Nelson has a story that would resonate with you. Nelson, thank you so much for sharing your story. You know, you, you talked about, you emphasized on a point that I like to always tell people. 
you say adversity would always show up. That is Murphy's law. What will go wrong will go wrong. And you say when adversity hits, it's just two things, right? And the choice is yours on what adversity will do to you. Am I correct? Yes, absolutely. You you have the choice. You have the choice. Right. That's great. Thank you. And you said what helped you? One of the things that also helped you outside having a mindset of positivity, you were hanging around people who would not come in and fill your mind with a whole lot of pessimism, a whole lot of negative stuff, right? That's very important. Absolutely. Yes, yes, yes. Sir. thank you for thank you for sharing. You know, right now we are ex we are in you know, we, we're just trying to get out of a pandemic. And statistics have confirmed it that around the globe, the level of depression has increased. The level of anxiety has increased. The level of domestic violence has increased. Now, what's your advice? I know you are not um, a counselor, right? Yeah, so what's your advice for people who have been impacted one way or the other? You know, John, I, I totally agree. The world has turned upside down and people don't know which way to go right or left or up. Right. Some choose to sink. Yes. And the best advice I can say to these people that are out there, you know, I'm talking to you. I know what it's like to feel inadequate, invisible, lost, alone, scared, unsure, lonely and alone. I, I, I know how you feel. And, and the best thing I could say to you is find someone who had the same struggle as you that was victorious and ask them how they pulled themselves out of that hole. I promise you, anyone that has ever, ever wrestled with and defeated adversity will be more than helpful to want to reach their hand out to you and say, hey, come on, let me help you get there. And that's the best thing I could say. Outside of going for professional counseling, I would say find someone who has successfully achieved the thing you want, contact them, and bother them. And I promise you, they will help you. They will help you. Great. Thank you. Thank you so, so much for that. You know, what you have just talked about now might just seem ordinary to a lot of people. But trust me, you have impacted lives like right now. There is somebody out there who's so happy to have listened to you. So please, for those of you who are listening to this program via podcast, those who are watching via Facebook, YouTube, please do us the favor of sharing this broadcast, this live stream, share on your platform so that that person who has been waiting for a lifetime to hear this message on your contact list would hear this. Right now, the world needs a lot of people like Nelson to come out and share their stories because that's what he was created to do. Am I right, Nelson? <laughs> you know, John, thank you for the kind words. But before 2016, there was no chance I thought that I would be doing what I'm doing today. But because of that sickness that I went through and the battle that I went through and 
the dark, deep places I had to get through and pull myself out of, I promised myself that I promised myself that I would not go through that in vain. And I was going to use the rest of my days to share my story, to give hope to those that are staring adversity right in the face, that it's possible to overcome adversity. Will it be easy? Absolutely not. But it's possible. It is possible. That's true. It is possible. Whether you think you can or think you can't, you are right. That's what Henry Ford said. He said that for a reason. He said that for a reason. So just the same way Nelson is contributing his own part to humanity. The world also expects you out there to share your story, right? So um, you are an author, Nelson. Can you talk a little about that? Have you well, written any books? Well, the first thing I really ever did put together was this blog. You see, when I was living in the hospital, I was forced to live in five different hospitals, five of them, from 2016, 2017. You know what? I told you, your viewers, my very, very first cancer doctor, let's call him Dr. K. Dr. K gave up on me, told me I was terminal, and there was nothing he or the hospital could do to save me. And the best he could do was transfer me to the palliative care team so I would be comfortable and pain-free in my remaining days. And when I heard that, it was like a sword had swooped through and cut me right at the knees. And I wallowed in about self-pity for about five or ten minutes. And then I promised myself that if I am going to die, I'm going out in a bang. And I'm going to chase one more undying goal. Undying goal. And that goal was to write a blog. A blog titled ThePositiveDrip.com. Did I write it for vanity reasons? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. You see, at that time, I... I had a six-year-old nephew, two, two, two nieces, one that was five and three years old, two brand-new born twins, which I knew that I wasn't going to get a chance to see grow up, and that broke my heart. So I chose to write this blog and fill it with conversations that I know I would have with them, my ideas, my dreams, my thoughts, my possibilities of, you know. And the reason I wrote this blog was so I could leave it behind for them. So I could still, so I could still be a part of their lives after I'd passed away. But the joke's on me, as I've told you and your viewers, I'm cancer-free because I went to a new medical team, a brand new medical team, and I left Dr. Wow. K in the background. I left wow, Dr. K awesome. in the review mirror, and I went to a brand new cancer medical team, and they fought for me to keep me alive. And by accident, that blog, which I'd left specifically just for my younger family members, has trickled across the planet and developed wow. a global readership. And that was never the plan. Never. Wow. Never. Wow. And three, an online community is walking alongside that blog. And, and it's so humbling to think that people want to actually hear what I have to say. But I honestly believe that the fact that I had to go through the fire and come out victorious on the other end, that's what gave me credibility. Do I wish that upon anybody? Absolutely not. But the fact that I went through that fire, made it out, and won, I think maybe that's why people want to hear what I have to say. Because you know what? I know what it felt like to feel inadequate, lost, scared, unsure, frightened. You know, words that 
all the other people on this planet can actually feel and relate. And maybe that's why it's taken off the way it has. And to this day, I will say it is an accident how the positivedrip.com has exploded. It was never the plan. But then again, you know, who knows? It's funny how life unfolds. And then because of that, I've been asked to contribute to books to share my story. And uh, it's funny how life unfolds. And then I have a voice now. People want to hear it. People want to see this face for some reason, even though people say I have a face for radio. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, you do. You do for radio. <laughs> right. And, and oh. I, I am just using the rest of my days to share my story, to give hope to people out there who are currently stuck in a hole, to say it's possible to climb out of it. You just have to find the right people who are willing to help you. And you know what? Don't give up. Don't give up. The only way you lose is when you give up. Right. That's true. Nelson says, don't give up. For those of you who are listening, please do humanity a favor. Like and share this broadcast. Somebody needs to hear this. There's somebody who has just been waiting for a lifetime. For The person has been waiting for this message. Do not be the person to deprive that person of this message. Keep sharing. Keep sharing this live stream. I assure you, you will not regret it. So thank you so much, uh, Nelson. Thank you. I see you are joining the stream from another place. Okay. Thank you. It's uh, We just have a few more minutes to round up. Can people reach you via your website, nelsonbeltijar.com? camera or am i blocked oh here we go here we oh, go. You, okay. know, you know how we were talking about our friend earlier at the show mr murphy yes murphy's yes. law i tell you murphy's law is trying to make sure this broadcast doesn't happen i think you but and i it, are onto something and the world does not want us to share it with the people out there but you know what we are not going to give up resilience get knocked off yes. the internet three times <laughs> wow Want to reach wow. me? They can reach me at nelsonbeltajar.com. And if you're looking to get to that next place of achievement, but don't know how to get there, contact me. And and perhaps I can walk alongside you and help you conquer your your perceived mountains of can'ts and paralyzing impossibilities. And it would be my pleasure. And John, before I go, I just want to say I want to thank you for letting me be a part of your podcast and your mission. And <laughs> You know what? I, I applaud you on how you use your minutes, your precious minutes of life to make a difference. Thank you so much. Thank you for all you've done. Thank you for your service to humanity. You you are doing great things. All right. Thank you. We really appreciate your words of encouragement. For that person who this message resonates with, all we ask you to do, keep watching it over and over and over and I assure you this is going to build your mindset this is going to tell you that adversity can you can overcome adversity the choice is yours how you choose to receive it how you choose to go through with it is totally up to you you can contact Nelson his website is currently being displayed on the screen he's a great man just reach out to him and he can share the tips that helped him transition from adversity to where he is right now. 
So thank you, everybody. And uh, we apologize for the little hitches we were having during the broadcast. But the main thing is we have gotten that message out for today. And that's what we've been mandated by the universe and the almighty God to do today. It's done. Nothing can stop it again. So like and share. Share this broadcast. Keep sharing it so that that person would hear and be healed. So thank you so much, Nelson. We made it. The devil is a liar. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, we made it, John. We made it. Uh, Till next right. time, my friend. All right. Take care. Take care of yourself. Bye, everybody. I see the great comments there. Um, I see Malcolm. Malcolm says, adversity is a part of life that builds resilience. It, it's, it is feedback from the universe that you are in a state of stagnation about a part of your life. That's true. Malcolm, thank you so much for watching. Um, Ife, thank you for watching the program. Uh, Georgia, Georgia, thank you. So please share this broadcast, everybody. Until next week, have a wonderful weekend and uh, spend time with your families, okay? All right, people. Bye.